Let me ask you a question. What do you think a coach does? A coach's fundamental job is to be able to help people live a better life, a more affluent life, a more grateful life, a more happy life, a more joyous life, a more purposeful life. That's the job of a coach. That's what a coach does. Hello and welcome to the EverCoach podcast, the online destination for a coach that wants to create a positive impact in the world and make good money along the way. I'm your host, Ajit Nawalka, and every week I'll bring you the world's best thinkers, coaches, trainers to share some of their best ideas to solve real client problems, live a prosperous life, and be an even better version of ourselves. In today's episode, I want to talk about something that is very interesting that's happening as a trend. A lot of people around me are reaching back out and saying, hey, we're trying to build a coaching business. It doesn't work. There are too many coaches in the world. There's too much that's happening around and you couldn't be thinking about coaching at this time. And coaching doesn't actually work in circumstances like today. And I want to address that head on. And the reason why I want to address that head on is, firstly, that may have been somebody's experience. It may be that yes, some people are not able to utilize and be able to build a business on the back of coaching. But the reasons for why it didn't work, the reasons for why coaching as a career is not working for some of the people is vitally different than what people would mostly think. Most people think that coaching as a career doesn't work because there are too many coaches in the world, that they're Everybody and their mother is coaching at this point. I want to invite you to a very, very different dialogue because the dialogue we are going to have today is rooted in the foundation of absolute truth of what's really happening right now. You see, for the past several years, we as a society have been evolving to become more and more moving from the psychological need of needs to the psychological needs of wants. You see, when Abraham Maslow created the hierarchy of needs, he discovered that there are certain needs that people absolutely need and they would do anything to get that before they move up the ladder of their needs, right? The first need that he talked about was you need food and shelter and you need to take care of yourself. You don't wanna be sick. And then as you move up the ladder of needs, you get to a point where your need is self-actualization, where you want to feel fulfilled and grateful and joyous and happy at all times. Now, the individuals that are coming in to this profession thinking that they are going to solve a need for the customer are the ones that are mostly losing. So what's happening right now is more and more of us are moving above in the psychological ladder to a space where we are dealing with our wants. Now, it may be different based on the reality that you live in, the country that you are in or the place that you live in. So if you are in India and you are barely keeping a job, well, you are in a space where you have a need to take care of your family and your food situation and your rent situation. Whereas if you are in uh, London and you have a stable job or have savings or have public benefits that you can utilize, you're not necessarily thinking, hey, will I be able to get food tomorrow? You're asking a very different question. You're asking a question, will I be happy doing this work? Will I make more money than I had imagined? Can I get that car? Can I get that house? The quality of your question is very, very different. And because of the quality of the question, 
if you are addressing the right person, they're always looking to do more and get more. We as human beings have been obsessed. We've been obsessed with performance for centuries now. If you look back at our history and look centuries ago, we've always been trying to be better. That's where we created machines and motorized machines and then electric machines at this point. We kind of consistently find health hacks and hacks to live longer and better and be younger because we are always, as human species, are looking for how can we be better. Let me ask you a question. What do you think a coach does? A coach's fundamental job is to be able to help people live a better life, a more affluent life, a more grateful life, a more happy life, a more joyous life, a more purposeful life. That's the job of a coach. That's what a coach does. So how is it? How is it that we're in a situation where there would be certain individuals that would say, oh, but you can't make money coaching. How is it that we are starting to believe that that can be the truth? The only reason that is the truth for some of us is because we have not truly understood how coaching works. We are not able to show our potential clients, all our clients, we are not able to show our potential clients or our clients that they will be living a better version of their life if they worked with us. Now, you may wonder, Ajit, well, that's great that you say that, but how do you go about doing it? We're going to explore that in this in this episode. But before we get there, let's fully understand what is somebody even engaging with you and what are some of the factors that play in to be able to create the results for your clients and the results for yourself. So firstly, somebody that is engaging with you has to have a particular mindset. The mindset's called growth mindset. It can be a company that engages with you. It can be an individual that engages with you, but they need to want to go somewhere. If this is a person, if you're talking to a person that is stuck in their truth and they are stuck in their reality and do not want to progress from there, well, my invitation for you is don't pursue them. They are stuck in their reality. It's not time for them yet to be able to explore the idea of coaching. They are going to only talk to you and keep you in circles and most likely belittle you by the end of the conversation because they just can't see what they can't see. So first of all, you want to be mindful of who you are speaking with. If you're speaking with a person that has a fixed mindset, they are not available to you, and I would really invite you to not become available to them. You want to work with individuals that are growth mindset oriented. Now, fortunately, like we previously talked about, most human beings want to be growth oriented and growth mindset oriented, even if they are not currently experiencing that. They will experience it at some stage of their life. There will be a stage of their life where they would go, oh, I really could be better than this. I would really like to learn a new skill, a new technique, a new way of living life. They will experience challenges in life that will force them to be a better version of themselves. They will have insights because they would watch something, do something, listen to something, and they will have a moment of insight that will propel them in the direction of growth mindset. So... There are two ways you can approach anybody that you that you reach out to right now. First, identify if they're in the growth mindset or they're in fixed mindset. If they're in fixed mindset, don't force them to get to the growth mindset stage because that will naturally happen in time for them in life. So you want to treat these two individuals differently. Somebody who's in growth mindset, you want to see them as a potential client. 
Somebody who's in a fixed mindset, you want to see them as somebody that you're nurturing. So when they are in growth mindset, they're ready to have a conversation and a dialogue with you. See, my fundamental belief is we all as human beings, the one of the noblest job that we can do is to help somebody else. And because it's the noblest job, I like to pursue people who even may have fixed mindset because I have resources to be able to pursue them and wait for them to be nurtured to a situation where then they might be growth mindset oriented. So I really invite you to distinguish your audience, your communication very differently to these two individuals. The people who are growth mindset, the ones who are ready right now, they will take action right away. They're easier to have a conversation with. They want to hear, they want to find out why they should hire you. They're not and, and they're looking for a positive reason. They're going, give me something so I can say yes. Like they're waiting to say yes. They're growth-centered. They're growth mindset oriented. A fixed mindset oriented person is not looking to say yes. They're trying to find why they should say no, right? They're looking for the fault. So for the person that is fixed mindset oriented, just nurture them. Have them in your database. Have them as a follower on Instagram or Facebook or LinkedIn. Have them be on your email list. Let them be nurtured into a place where when they are ready and are in the growth mindset orientation, they can come to you and have a dialogue with you. So firstly, understand that you're, you will always be interacting with two sets of audiences and you need not worry about individuals that are in fixed mindset. Now let's talk about what may be going wrong right now as you're trying to build your coaching business. The number one thing that goes wrong in most businesses and especially in coaching, training, and impact-based businesses, is a lot of effort is made towards marketing and very little effort is made towards product. And the reason for that is because marketing is glorified. We love a great message, don't we all? Like when you see a great ad, you're excited about it. When you see somebody doing something amazing on video or as text or a PDF or a book, you feel like you're so aligned to it and you would love to be in that shoe. You would love to, you aspire to be that person. And that is amazing and fascinating, but it, is, but it is the wrong approach to building a business. You cannot start with the idea of I'll create great marketing and then the product will follow. I believe, especially in coaching, training, education, we need to lead with product. We need to ask ourselves, what is the best product that we can put forth that will get the results that we promise and let that product design its own marketing? When you work on the product, when you work on the focal point of what really matters for your client and their result, it's much easier for you to craft a marketing angle, a hook that will also land with them. Let's first talk about how to create fantastic products. A great product is something that matches your interest, your desire, your capabilities with the needs and desires of the person that you'll be speaking with or your potential clients. When you have an intersection of your interests with the desires and challenges of your clients, that's where the perfect product is formed theoretically. Because once you have that central piece, once you understand that, now you go into certain subsegments of creating extraordinary coaching products. See, extraordinary coaching products look a little bit different than extraordinary courses and extraordinary programs and extraordinary quests. An extraordinary coaching program has many sub-variables that otherwise are not considered in the reality of an online course. An extraordinary coaching product is always adapting and it's always moving. An extraordinary coaching product has a time frame more than a predefined module. 
because what will happen, what's the beauty of a coaching product, even if it's a group coaching product, is you have feedback in the moment. You're not waiting for feedback once the course is finished. You don't project yourself as saying somebody, okay, do module two, and then I will be able to tell you if we are getting the result or not. You will see the result, you will see the experience right as it happens, right in front of your eyes. So you wanna ask yourself the question on what is it that I can loosely create as a framework, but I have great adaptability when I am actually educating and working with my clients because it will be feedback-based. Once I have feedback, now I am able to navigate and change and transfer what my product should look like going forward. So, and, and, and that is also the reason why it's very, very foundational for you to understand what is the challenge that the person is really trying to solve and what is your interest and what's your capability in that area. If you don't have the capability in that area, is there a fundamental philosophy that you can fall back on that will help you find any and all answers? Here's something that I have done in my coaching practice that has helped me tremendously. I build the philosophy of finding solutions and creating new visions versus trying to say, I will have a toolkit for every situation. My philosophy is called first principle coaching, which stems from first principle thinking. First principle thinking states that if you wanna find a solution to a problem, you wanna break it down to the fundamental facts and truths of life. So find what is the absolute, absolute truth of that challenge and then work your solution up from there. And once you do that, you're able to create new fantastic solutions that will work over the course of time because they are not found by looking at somebody else, but they are found and created by looking at the real problem that underlies. And this is what makes my coaching effective despite the circumstance that I may be in. So I invite you to really ask yourself the question of what's your philosophy, something that will help you go further down and look at the foundational truths of something and be able to build that back up. If you want help with that, we right now, this week at least, while I'm speaking with you, we are releasing our certification program that helps you learn how to really break down a problem and build new solutions from those problems. Uh, the program's called Certified Business Coach. You get a certification from Evercoach as you finish that program. It's available at evercoach.com CBC. Go ahead, check out that link. You'll find the uh, details of the program there. And you wanna find, despite if you do CBC or you create your own methodology, you wanna find a way to be able to be uh, fluid and be able to create solution despite the situation that you may get into, right? So ask yourself, what is that? methodology that I have? What is that foundational methodology that I have that always helps me create that progress? So that's the number one rule. And again, is often forgotten, not always worked on. A lot of the times, the, the, the structures of coaching is very much based only and only on the personal experience of the coach. While it is very useful to have that experience, it is better to have something more than just your personal experience to be able to create the results that you wanna create out in the world. So I really, really, really invite you to be able to think about your process of creating outcomes for your clients. Now, second part of that is your business education. Again, a lot of coaches that fail to get the success that they truly deserve and they're good at the product but are not good at marketing and sales and business tend to not get the results that they truly desire. And it's because then they've invested a lot in learning the techniques, but not enough 
to be able to create hooks and stories and, and conversations that will allow them to be able to actually build a practice, a practice that is sizable enough for them to feel wealthy and comfortable and abundant and be able to make the money that they've always wanted to make. And let's be real and honest for a second. There's, we want to make impact in the world. There's no doubt about that. You are somebody who is who wants to make an impact in the world. But to be honest, you can't make impact in the world if you're broke. It just doesn't work. You're constantly on struggle. You do things in the moment and you're just not satisfied with your life. So it's very important for you to also be able to have the right kind of business education so you can create your business and you can create the wealth that you want to create for yourself. But if you don't take that education and you emulate just somebody else's marketing, somebody else's philosophies, you can get a little bit further with that, but you're not gonna create an extraordinary business. To create an extraordinary business, you have to go within. You have to find your foundational principles, your truths, your strategies, your outcomes that you wanna create in your own business. There is a tremendous amount of noise that is around you and you need to be able to look past that noise to be able to create some real strategies and real outcomes for yourself. Now, this is where also Certified Business Coach comes in because we know this will be true. Once you've done Certified Business Coach with Evercoach, you're going to want to go out and create a business around it, either part-time or full-time, depending on your needs and your desires, which is why we give amazing bonuses that actually help you build a business on top of your amazing qualities of being a coach. We have helped hundreds of companies build their businesses. We have over 500 case studies of people who have had success with Evercoach programs that are directly designed by me. This is going to be one of those programs. You're going to find success. You're going to get more than what you expect during the course of our work together. I invite you to join evercoach.com CBC. It's among the last few days of enrollment. So I really advise you go check it out. Even if you don't, I invite you to at least invest some quality time in your business. Think about what are some of the business strategies that you need? How do you go about creating that hook? How do you go about telling your story? How do you find your prospects? What are some of the strategies that you're going to use to be able to find these prospects so you can go out and create the enrollments that you wanna create out in the world? Listen, there's one thing that I know about coaching as an industry going forward. We are going to be more and more in need, more and more desired by organizations, desired by individuals. I truly believe that in the next 40, 50 years, we are going to see a surge of coaches the same way we see a surge of yoga instructors about four decades ago. You see, we found as society, we found ways to stay healthy. We found ways to work out and do practices that were more congruent to us. Unfortunately, we didn't do that for our mental health and mental space and mental fitness. I'm not talking about extreme crisis where you need to hire a therapist. I'm talking about the everyday guy, everyday gal who is a parent, who is an entrepreneur, who is a business creator, who is somebody like you, just like you, right? But does not have the support, does not have that support that they truly, truly need to be excellent in their lives, to be outstanding, extraordinary in their life. And I think you have a role to play. I think you as a coach have a role to play in society right now that can help human beings live an even better life. I do think that coaching is going to become so mainstream because of that, because more and more people are realizing that it is one of those things that is missing in their arsenal. 
They don't have the support of the right person giving them the right education, the right strategies, the right space to be able to find solutions to their extraordinary problems or to be able to continue progress towards the greater vision they want to create in life. In the past few months, we have engaged with so many companies, multi-million dollar companies, multi-billion dollar companies who have reached out and asked us the same question. How can we engage coaches to come in and help our teams? How can we engage coaches? What are some of the structures and systems that you can deploy in our company with our internal coaches? Or can you help us get some coaches on our platform so we can continue to serve our employees and our teams? Coaches have such a great and big job to deliver to this world. I invite you to take this opportunity during this time and really start working towards creating that impact. Thank you so much for listening in today. I hope this episode was able to provide the motivation, the ideas, the vision that you could imagine for your future as a coach. I really do invite you to go out in the world and create the change you've always wanted to create. Please go ahead and subscribe to the Evercoach podcast. I love having these conversations with you. So leave me a comment, leave me a review so I can learn more about how I can create even better content, even better stories for you to stay motivated, get the right strategies and get great outcomes out in the world. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you next week. I am your host, Ajit Navlaka, and every week on the Evercoach podcast, I will bring the world's best thinkers, coaches, trainers to share some of their best ideas to solve real client problems, live a prosperous life, and be an even better version of ourselves. Oh, 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 oh,